Welcome to Tom Green's Poddy McPodcast. The best of Tom Green in the morning. Hello, everybody. Oh, that was a weird start. <clears throat> Hello. Hello, everybody. I don't like that on them. Hello, everybody. What? Do you tune in for? Sorry. No, yeah. Dong. Uh, okay. Hello. Oh. I'm not low enough. I don't know what's wrong. It's not low enough. I know what it is. Hello, everybody. And welcome to the podcast. There we go. Got it in the end, Glen Coco. I wasn't I wasn't low enough. I need That's to... not a phrase. No, it's not. It's you oh, go, Glen Coco. Yeah. You go, Glen Coco. I like that film. I really like I Mean love Girls. I that film. I used to get... People used to have a go at me for liking who, Mean who Girls. Who would you be? Uh, the blonde girl. Regina George? Yes. Oh, see, I don't think I'd be her. I no. think I'd be Gretchen Wieners. Which is... Bit of a wimp, but knows everyone's gossip. Yeah. No, I think I'd be the, the blonde, big boobs, kind of aesthetically very pleasing. Right. Girl. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay Lohan was real fit in that film, actually. Lindsay Lohan is stunning in that film. Yeah, not so much now, I don't think. I mean, no comment, but... I mean, you can comment. I mean, please Let me comment. Google it. Let me Google the latest. Because she's 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 gone all Islamic now. She has. She's, she's changed religion. I saw that, actually. I saw that she went on to uh, Good Morning Britain to speak to Piers Morgan about that. The fact, I don't think she's changed religion. I don't think that's true. I mean, she's not looking her best. Um, but I think she has certainly done some uh, done some reading into Islam. I don't think she's converted. I don't know. Well, maybe I don't she, know has. she has. Well, maybe she has. I don't know. Why are you Googling? I'm going to tell you what's on the podcast this week. It's kind of a um, kind of a guest special, really. And Marie is going to be on from Ciao Adi Hassan And also, massive, Niall Horan wow. is going to be on the podcast. And we're going to give you the full unedited mother, mother flipper, actually. So instead of giving you, you know, the little tight, the tight radio edit. Yeah. That's a tight radio edit. I want to give you the full, the girth. The f- I don't like the fact I looked at you and said that. <laughs> it was weird. The fact I looked you directly in the eyes and said the word girth stresses me out. The other day, out. I'm going to tell you a little bit of a behind-the-scenes footage now. Of the me? Other, yeah. The other day, Tom texted me and referred to the show as his baby. Damn it. But it sounded very much like he was referring to me it as did. his baby. I didn't like and that. I, and I was sick. Yeah. Let me read you. In fact, let, let's very quickly just go over to uh, Letter Corner. All handled really well today. Sounding perfect. Proud of you. Megan replies. I can't wait. Where am I on? <laughs> You're literally reading a text. I know, but I'm so used to seeing me as blue. You're white. Right, okay, you're, okay. You're, okay. You're, you're, you're white in this. Okay. All standing amazing today. Well done. Perfect. Proud of you. And you be listening. Haha. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Emoji of a smiley face. Just making sure my baby's okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm referring to the show here as baby, not yourself. That would be wildly inappropriate. Ha ha! I realised what you meant, don't worry, laughing, crying face. I was a little shook at first, but then it made sense. Upside down, awkward emoji. Ha! That had HR disaster written all over it. And that was the end of the text, really. That's it, clap ourselves off. (laughs) Sounds weird. Here's a bit from the show. Shut up. Here's a, here's a bit from the show. 
Can we all please write off the uh, 30th of May just now? It's like it's 27 days away at this point. Can we just write it off? Because it's going to be the return of uh, House of Cards on Netflix. And if you know me, you know I'm like the biggest House of Cards fan ever. So I'm thinking of taking the day off just to watch the whole season. Is that weird? Is that weird? I, I'm kind of fine with doing it. I just think people are going to judge me. And um, I, I know it's probably a bit early to get the weekend plans in, but I've, uh, I've finally got Game of Thrones. I've got all the DVDs. So this is what I'm saying this weekend is I'm going to sit down. I'm going to get a load of nachos. I'm only going to wear like a dressing gown. I'm going to watch all of it. Good weekend plan, isn't it? On a Wednesday. Producer Megan, can you just come in on this, please, very quickly? Hi. Hi. I emailed Chris, our boss, yesterday, yes. asking for the day off so I could watch watch the show. I mean, bravo. I mean, fine. Right. I, you know, this is how it works, Radio. I'm self-employed. I can take as many days off, you know, as I want, basically. Yeah. So he replied saying, I wasn't, I'm not allowed, like, I'm not allowed the day off to watch House of Cards. He, t- he turned you down. He said no. Which I think, like, I don't know if I'm supposed to do this on the show, like, I don't know. Like, I just wanted to bring it up because obviously we speak every morning and I, I wanted to tell you what's happening. Yeah. So I always do this. Every time House of Cards comes out, I will take the day off. I did it at all those radio stations I worked at. It's what I do. Well, yeah, it's like a ritual. It's like me and my mates get together and we watch House of Cards. We do it all in one day. And he's not, he's not letting me, he won't let me do it, right? And oh, I'm what? really, I'm genuinely really annoyed. Like, no drama, like, no, like, you know, bigging this up or anything, but I am genuinely quite annoyed by it. I mean, I don't blame you. I'm quite shocked. Like, I can can see the anger in your eyes. It's one of those. Like, I should should be able to take a day off, shouldn't I, to do something? Like, it's not work-related. Oh, I think so. I'd let you have it off. Um, I don't know. Maybe I might... Am I wrong to ask for this day off? Because I don't think I am. I'm really glad to see what I'm. What I'm glad about this show. This is why I like this show. Is that I could be genuinely, really honest with you, and you will, and you'll be honest with me. But so many people saying, Tom, I should take the day off, and that I'm absolutely fine to. Um, this is because I'm trying to take off a day at the end of the month to go and watch House of Cards because it's been released on Netflix. It's the new series, and I'm a massive fan. But my boss Chris won't let me do it. Hello to Abby saying, Tom, you should do it. Danielle, a hundred percent, Tom, you can have the day off. Do you know what? Go on. I think you should ring him. I'm honestly, honestly, I'm more than happy to ring him. I think you should get him on the phone this morning and sort it all out right here. Right. Right now. Right here. Clicky right. fingers. Right now. Swivelly head. At the hits official, I'm happy to admit if I'm wrong, to, I, I should work. But if you genuinely don't think I can have the day, like I can have the day off, and uh, hello to Naomi saying, Tom, just book it as a holiday. He can't review. He can't refuse you days if it's a holiday. Even if you wanted to watch House of Cards, just pull a sickie or something. Uh, this is because my boss won't let me have a day off to watch House of Cards at the end of the month. Do you know what? It's something I would do because Orange is the New Black's back soon. Exactly. And I'm thinking about it. If you want a day off, have a day off. Everyone's saying I should just ring him, which I'm, I I will do. I think ring him now. Hold on. We can just put it in the get, system. Yeah, get him on the phone. Hold on. What if he swears? Well, I don't if he know. swears, it's not my fault, right? It's his fault. Maybe he'll get fired. Maybe, and then you can have the day off. <laughs> then I could definitely have the day off. Hold on. I'm tense. I'm not saying we're on the radio. I'm just going to have it out. Yeah. You can have it out. I mean, surely he'll know. He will know we're doing this show. He always picks up his phone. Yeah, he does. This is the Vodafone <laughs> voicemail service for. Oh, no, let me get rid of it. Let me get rid of it. He's Does that mean he's dropped it? You. Did he drop it then? Did he hang up? He's just not answered you. Oh, we're going to... Oh! The Hits Breakfast. Tom Green in the morning. And um, 
I need to mention something to you this morning, actually. And I want to bring in producer Megan at this point. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? You okay? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, well, yeah, good. I'm a little bit nervous. Um, right. Because I'm doing something today after the show. I, I mean, I'd be nervous. And all I'm, it, it, the, what's annoying, right, is I really want to tell you exactly what it is, but I'm going to have to be that guy. Do you know, there's always that one guy that finds a secret out first and can't say anything. I'm going to be that guy. But Patricia Megan, you know what it is I'm doing today. Yeah. How excited are you about it? Very excited. Ah! <laughs> right. All I want to say is you'll find out about this, I think, next week. I'll be able to mention it next week. But if I, I, you just need to have this show on. Because what it is I'm doing, I think you're going to absolutely love. <sighs> I can't say any more because I'll get told off, right? But you'll find out next week. Just remember that I'm doing it today. And I'm, I know I'm being annoying, but it's it's good. Holly is right. Holly has... you've Holly's what guessed... What a guess. Well, d- Woo! well done, Holly. Well done. You know what it is. I can't say what it is, though. I know I'm being... I know I understand I'm being annoying. But next week, I'll tell you all. Just remember I was doing it today. Tom Green's Poddy McPodcast. Catch Tom weekdays from 7am on The Hits. Welcome back to the pre-recorded podcast section, podcast fans. The more I think about it, the more clap you clap yourself off sounds <laughs> does sound wrong, doesn't it? Stop it! It really does. That's oh, what it makes me do. <laughs> what is it? Does it mean anything? It doesn't mean anything. It can mean anything it just you means want. Mild applause. It just means you've we have. What did you do last night? <laughs> sat there in bed and Tom. Sat in bed and clapped. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. You're making it worse by whatever you're thinking in your head. I'm thinking I was just watching a show that I found entertaining, so I clapped it. <laughs> Great show. Great show. And hey, get ready. In fact, everyone prepare to clap themselves off right now because guess who's on the show? It's Jonas! Good. How are you? Yeah, do you know what? Very good, very good. It's Mama Single Day. Are you are you nervous? Are you excited? How like what are the emotions? Both. You kind of get all the emotions. Every emotion possible. You you, you get it on Single Day. You're just um, excited, scared, nervous. Um, you know, checking your messages the whole time and. Yeah, it's one of them days. It's almost like a birthday. Yeah, yeah, it is almost like a birthday. It's like you're giving birth to your own song. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Are you the kind of guy that's refreshing Twitter all the time, or do you, on these kind of days, like, you know, stay away from all the social media stuff? No, I'm that guy refreshing Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, everything, all that. I think that's fine. And uh, let's talk about the new tune for a second, shall we? It's called Mam. With William Singh, right? Who's the YouTube guy? Yeah, do you know what? Everyone keeps saying William Singh. It's William Singh. William Singh. Yeah, everyone keeps saying the same thing. But yeah, it's William Singh. Um, I, I actually knew about William um, for about four or five years ago. Um, I saw one of his first ever kind of YouTube covers. Um, it came about just from, you know, me finding out about him four or five years ago on YouTube. Nice. And when you make these tunes, is there like a, like a certain Jonas Blue technique? Do you go in the studio, lock yourself down? Or do you... Because I know like loads of people... I know Taylor Swift, for example, puts notes in her phone. Um, for me, it's just kind of... As soon as I get in the studio, I never go to the computer. 
I'm always at the piano. Okay. So um, the, the way I kind of always work my songs is if I get the butterflies feeling that I had on Fast Car, I know that I've got something. So you knew, you kind of had a bit of a feeling with Fast Car, did you? You kind of knew this is going to be this is going to be a good one. Not not in terms of its success, because you never know how how a record's going to turn out. Sure. You never know how you know general public is going to take to your song. Um, but in terms of you know inner feelings and knowing that it felt really good, I definitely had that. You know, it felt it felt like nothing that I had before. So. Yeah, and I was um, I was stalking your Instagram last night, Jonas. To be honest with you, um, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, we need to talk about the P Diddy after party. Right, okay. Mate, I want to know. Yeah. I want to know. I'm going to sit back. I just want to know everything. It was about a month or so ago, uh, or maybe a bit longer now. Um, I was DJing at a club called Liz in Miami with David Guetta, and it was it was a great night, and I was kind of ready to go home afterwards, and a friend said to me, get in a cab, and I'm going to text you an address. <laughs> I was like, just, just why? I said, you know, tell me, tell me where we're going. He was like, listen, just get in the cab and I'm going to text you the address. So I was Stop like, it. Uh. Stop it. So we end up turning up to his house and there's just a queue of people waiting to get in. And I meet my friend outside and I said, whose house is this? He said, oh, it's P. Diddy. And we're on the guest list. <laughs> I was like, oh, no way. Um, so we turn up at the door said our names, walked straight through. Louis Tomlinson's there. Of course he is. Um, who else was there? Um, there was French Montana. Yeah. There was quite a few people there. And um, we just kind of walked through and there's, there's DJs there. There's, uh, there, there was just, it was just like dreamland. You just walked into this kind of house and it's just, it's just crazy. It was like the craziest house party you've ever been to. That is so sick. I am so jealous it is unreal. Something else that I don't know, I imagine you have heard of this and you have seen it, but you've obviously seen the video of Ellie Golden dancing to your song, right? I have, yeah. Are you, have you like spoken to her? Because obviously you've got the album coming out. There's a, there is a collaboration there. I see it coming. Well, I did meet her at the Brit. Oh, um, go on, go on. First time. Um, and yeah, we did exchange numbers and we are trying to work on something at the moment. So who knows? Absolutely love it. <laughs> <laughs> It's Jonas Blue, everybody! The Hits. You lot are making me very much smile this morning. Just some of the guesses that you think what I was doing yesterday. I don't know what it is. So many people are like, Tom, did you get married? Tom, did you get engaged? Did you propose to your girlfriend? No, it's none of that. It's so, so not that. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna leave it now though, because I'm not gonna say anymore, because I'll get told off if I say anymore. Just know you will find out next week, and you'll go, ah, oh, so that's what he did on that day. Uh, my name is Tom Green, and it's time to do Sarah Green's story time. It's my new feature for the show. Uh, Sarah Green, my mum. Uh, I mention my mum every now and again on the show, and she texted me something absolutely brilliant the other night, and I thought we'd, I thought I'd bring it on the show for a new feature. We cool with this, right? I mean, yeah. Go on. So it's time for the inaugural, the first ever story time with Sarah Green. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, very, very fitting. Very regal. Yeah. So this is the text that I got from my mum the other night. Bit of backstory. Okay. She'd been to go and see Ed Sheeran. 
Right. No, okay, with my dad. That's all you need to know. Here we go. <clears throat> Just watched your Ed interview, Thomas. Love it. Turns out we were sat behind Kane Dingle off of Emmerdale on Sunday night at Ed Sheeran. Kane Dingle, as in the Kane Dingle. As in Kane Dingle from Emmerdale. That's who was sitting behind my wow. mum and dad. Yeah. And Kane took a liking for my leg. <laughs> as every time he stretched his arm across the seat next to him, which was empty, he touched my knee. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lose it. Sorry. Okay. So, <clears throat> he apologised twice. And on the third time of touching my leg, he apologised to Dad. <laughs> oh, what a gentleman. Shout out Kane Dingle this morning and shout out Sarah Green. Tom Green's Poddy McPodcast. The best of Tom Green in the morning. Oh, Sarah Green stories. I like my mum. I, like, I mean, I should hope so. I really. mean, that's a weird sentence, though, isn't it? Well, I like, yeah. I like my mum. Really? Yes. <laughs> Do you want a present, by the way? Right now, I was waiting for you to give me this. We got a parcel this morning. Well, I, mean, I say we, you got Come a on, parcel. Come on, mate. We. <laughs> I've just been. No one idea knows of, who like, the hell you are. I, I wonder whether. Hello, darkness, my old friend. No one knows who I am either. So I, we, I got a parcel. Uh, uh, addressed to Smash Hits Radio, not the show, not the station I work on. But that's fine. <laughs> And it was from the film, um, the film. I actually wanted some of this. Like, what is that T-shirt? In fact, this is what I do on the podcast this week, right? If you listen to the podcast every single week, maybe no one listens to this, but if you do, and you want the PR package (laughs) I got sent from the Sleepless film, this is a podcast exclusive competition. Just tweet me. What, what, First what, does it, what does it say on the T-shirt? So I can. So the competition prize. It should make this sound big. Should make yeah. this sound like a really big competition. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> oh my God! Right, you're gonna absolutely love this. Unbelievable amount of prizes to give you from the Sleepless film today. We're looking at some Sleepless glasses. They're really good. And oh my God, this is like no one has this. Like you cannot get this in any shops. It is a Sleepless wallet. Can I get a new? Ooh. And also, and to tell you what, right, this is the only one in the UK right now. It is a sleepless watch from their new film. The film's going to be absolutely massive. It's out in summer. We're talking about a Hollywood blockbuster. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was looking for another ooh, not an O. I just got, <laughs> my mouth was in a set of position. Eh? <laughs> it's it's going to be a Hollywood blockbuster. Oh. <laughs> If you want this prize, all you've got to do is tweet me right now at this is Tom Green on Twitter. The first oh. person to tweet me will get the prize right now. Explosion noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the first oh. ever competition we've done on the podcast. If you want it, let us know. Have you, is that part of it? No, it's cash for kids. Too. That's mine. Oh, by Dude, the way, put it down. Guys, look at the podcast. It's Anne-Marie. When you're on stage, have you ever done anything that's like absolutely mental and instantly regretted it? Because one thing I always want to do, right, if I was on stage, is the mic flip. Oh my god! But I always get I'd drop it. Um, yeah, like I chipped my tooth on stage before because the mic smacked into my face and I'd chip my tooth. And I burp a lot on stage, which no one seems to tell. Like halfway through a sentence, singing, you get gassy. I just burp the note out. And no one notices. Well, now they're going to notice because I just told everyone. 
And imagine that on the album cover. Anne-Marie burps the note out. Yeah. Disgusting. Um, Yeah. And um, there was this time in Germany where I was like, that we did like five shows in Germany. So we spent a lot of time there and every show was boiling hot and I was so hot. And my friend Ashton, who who plays the piano for me, basically learnt German in school and I was like, can you tell me what I'm I'm hot in um, German is? So he goes, ich bin heiß. I'm like, right. okay, sweet. So I'm on stage and I'm like, ich bin heiß. Ich bin sehr heiß. And everyone's like, ha I'm like, why is everyone laughing at me? <laughs> <laughs> so then I get off stage and there's a tweets just coming through from everyone saying that I was saying, I am sexy. Really? Yeah. So you were like, I am sexy. I am very sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I was just saying that throughout the whole show. How are you finding the tour, by the way, working with the guy that's out there? Yeah, he's, he's, he's brilliant. He's such a lovely person. You know, it's like, what? it's exactly what you probably think it is. Just amazing. His fans are incredible. Like, it is pretty nerve-wracking going out to a crowd that haven't come to see you. So, yeah, it's quite nerve. I'm, I get nervous all the time, but they're really welcoming and just nice, nice fans. So, it's been good. And he's lovely, and we're friends, so it's... Yeah, he's great. Because that is the impression that I get from, like, seeing you two on Insta and stuff. Like, mm. you, you you look like your best mates. Yeah, I feel that. I think it's more like brother and sister vibe. Yeah. We we have that love-hate relationship where we want to beat each other up sometimes, but then we also want to be like, oh, I love you. Yeah. So it's like that. I reckon you'd have him as well in a fight. Yeah, he knows that. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon it'd be, I reckon in a headlock, an Ed Sheeran headlock... You'd be, you'd be absolutely fine. Although he tried to like do that thing in the Shape of You video where he's like boxing, and I'm like, come on, mate. And the interview, but well, it nearly took a very awkward turn when I asked this question. I was, uh, I was stalking your uh, Instagram yeah. the other day, and talk to me about that private jet. Oh, uh, what? Where were we coming from? Turin. So that was the start of the European tour. And we had to do the Red Nose Day thing, so we had to go back for in that private jet. It was tiny. It was so tiny. Yeah. It was scary, but weirdly, exactly the same feeling as being in a normal plane. Yeah. Because the, I thought the turbulence was going to be mental, but it was actually all right. So was it? What's the perks of that? Do you have to go through security, or literally you just walk to your private jet and then you well, walk off it? Yeah, it, it's like you're the only ones there. You have your own little section. Yeah, it was good. Full Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Full Kim Kardashian. <laughs> it's time to play a little game. So I was uh, in London yesterday, but okay. on the train home, I spotted a celebrity. So we're having a little game of guess the celebrity I spotted on the train. Oh, okay. Do you want to okay. play? Yes, I would love to. Just ask me the questions, answer the questions, right? Okay, so first off, male or female? Male. Uh, old or young? Old. Over 40 old? You're around there. Okay. At the Hits Official, by the way, Twitter, Snapchat, if you get it before producer Megan. Okay, I mean, probably that's going to be the case. Uh, singer? No. Chef? No. Artist? No. Actor? Kind of. Soap actor? No. Stage actor? No. Film actor? No. <laughs> um, does he have brown hair? Yes. Is he? More TV. Is he Trey fashionably fashionably? No. Is oh. Mm. Um. Think TV. Think British TV. Danny Dyer. No. Oh. No, um, not even near. Oh right. More TV presentery. Oh. Matt Baker. No. 
Am I getting closer? Getting closer. Okay. But um, he's very not Matt Baker. Is he a bit rough around the edges? Yes. Ooh. Male, 40. <gasps> oh, is it? Um, oh, what's he called? Oh, um, Bear Grylls? No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, I'm not thinking him. I'm thinking the other one. Am I close? No, not oh. that. Um, I love this game. <laughs> oh, this is, I'm tense. Um, Male, TV presenter, brown hair, on the train. Give me a clue. No. Um, Friends with a very famous comedian. <gasps> Paddy McGuinness? Yeah! Yes! <laughs> I saw Paddy McGuinness on the train on the way home yesterday. Oh, I'm so relieved. No likey, no lighty. The Hits. Welcome back to the podcast. I can still do that. Still do what? I was going to whistle right when we said, I'm ready. And then I thought, I don't think I can do it. And I can't. Ready? Oh, my God. That sounds like a hoover. Oh, my God. Like a Dyson. Hold on. I'm just going to, I'm just going to just hoover up this mess. (laughs) That's really good. Oh, my God. I think you've thrown up on the hoover. Do the Hoover noise again. <laughs> mum, mum, I've just dropped a load of skills. Don't worry, Thomas, I'll turn the Hoover on. That's <laughs> <laughs> good, that is. Yeah, that is good. Are you sure? I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> just, no matter, just, I'm just thinking of party tricks now. What's the club party? Go on. It's clapping yourself off, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. I can do, there's only, there's only one sound effect I can do. There's only one. You're still laughing at clapping yourself off. Yeah. There's only one sound effect I can do. Go on. <laughs> What's that? I know that. You know that one. It's, I think we spoke about it on the podcast before. What was it? Bruce and you've heard that one before, haven't you? He thinks it's bees <gasps> flying around the garden, but it's the F1. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's the other way around. I think it's the F1. That's the. It's supposed to be the F1. No, it ended up sounding like the, the F1. The B, yeah. <laughs> I really can't be bothered today. <laughs> Everybody, oh, this is actually a good part of the podcast. So forget all the rubbish that just okay, happened. Okay. This is actually a really good part because we had One Direction member, ex-member, Niall Horan on the show this week. So do you know what? I'm not going to clap him on because we didn't clap him in the interview. So I'm just going to you know, keep it on. I think we did clap him in the interview. Yeah, I think we did. Uh, we'll get to clap him back on then because this is not any normal Niall Horan interview. Yeah, why? This is, oh, hold on. This isn't any... Niall Horan interview. Oh no. This is a world exclusive. Ooh. Niall Horan interview. Talking about his new song, Slow Hands. Slow Hands. <laughs> and life in LA. Life, L A A. Horan, Horan, yeah. <laughs> A-A-A-L-L-L-A It's like some horrendous m and Horan, I'm dreaming of Horan He's my favourite member of One Direction Who is Irish? <laughs>
today's been really good, honestly. it? <laughs> Here's Niall Horan. You, mate not too bad at all how's things yeah no do you know what pretty good pretty good very excited to have you on the show thanks very much for having me now are you are you used to this yet are you used to just being you know just you on your own or is it still a little bit weird yeah it took a bit of time to get used to but i'm, I'm getting there now um you know i obviously only have ever performed one song um live in front of people and stuff like that but um uh, yeah that took a bit of getting used to um i remember standing on stage my first TV on Graham Norton and I was just kind of waiting for everyone else to come and join me <laughs> and I didn't know what was going on uh, but that was that was a bit of a shock to the system the nerves uh, must be a lot more now yeah you know you're down I'm always I always get nervous for that kind of thing anyway but um being on your own was a little bit more um so yeah but you know I get used to it and yeah I'm looking forward to just getting out and performing again I was gonna say congrats on the new tune slow hands came out yesterday yeah. real strong thank you very much but this is what I was thinking, right? You must have been, after this town, been quite confident because it was like 350 million streamed or something crazy like that. <laughs> yeah, it, it um, kind of happened out of nowhere, really. I just kind of, I was writing songs and then I just, you know, I felt like everyone thought I'd disappeared off the face of the earth. So I just kind of wanted to um, put out a song randomly and just tweet the link to a song and say, listen, I'm still doing music, don't worry about it. And still here, guys. Yeah, and it kind of took a life of its own, really. Um, as you said, it got, it was streamed quite well. and um, But yeah, it was, it was a bit of a shock to the system. So I've got me, uh, got myself in gear and I'm doing my album and it's, it's all going good. So I'm, yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about it. And, you know, I'm, I'm only competing with myself. So exactly. Know, yeah, <clears throat> exactly. You wrote a lot of this in LA, is that right? Yeah, uh, kind of a mix. Um, wrote some here and then wrote some in LA. Yeah, good good mix, but I've recorded everything over in America, yeah, because my producer's out there. So did you, like, get a house out there? Did you move out there? How does it work? Yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of um, half, living half and half between here and, and, and LA. Um, it's been, that's been great, you know, to, to, to have both. You know, it's not, um, not a bad complaint. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been it's been really fun. I've spent a lot of time out there, as I said, um, recording the album. Been very busy with lo- very long days, but it's been great. Now, is there like a bit of a British crew out there? Like, are you hanging out with James Corden? Obviously, he's over there. Like, what I'm what I imagine is all the British guys go out. Please tell me that's a thing. Yeah, of course. You know, um, the, the boys are. I actually go down and get my get my hair cut down, and uh, sometimes down at James's studio, the guy that does James's hair cuts my hair sometimes. So I go to that, just use that as an excuse to go down and get me go down and see the lads, because uh, obviously Ben Winston's there as well, who did a lot of our music videos, and he's the exec producer there. So um, we've got, got a lot of good friends over there. So we do get together, yeah. So have you made any like major LA celeb mates that you're like, how are my friends with this person? <laughs> You'd be surprised who you bump into. Um, I want to know. I want to know so bad. I don't know, like at the studio, like the studio I go to is just like it's like a who's who when you go in. I I, I very rarely know what to do. Um, Miguel's been in there, uh, Gaga. Um, yeah, one time I I thought I was in Studio One and then walked into Studio One and the Goo Goo Dolls were sitting there and I was just like, oh, sorry guys, my bad. I get out of here. Yeah, so I was, you just kind of bump into people sometimes randomly, but yeah. 
Tom Green's Poddy McPodcast. The best of Tom Green in the morning. That's the first part of the Nile Horror interview. We'll get the second part of my interview with everyone's favourite member of One Direction. Nile Horror. I like that song's going to be in your head all day it now. Is. Don't, don't, don't deny it. it. Oh, stop it. Right. Anyway, here's Dara Singleton this week. Morning, Liv. Morning. Morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm only just about getting over last week. Oh, mate. I'm <sighs> over it now. Time to move on. So if you missed it last week, Liv had been seeing this guy called iMessage Man for a while and things were getting actually really serious until last week when it all fell apart. Heartbreak City. So I guess this is going to be the first diary entry with you back on the prowl. Oh, yeah, Let's baby. do it. The Diary of a Singleton. Tom Green in the morning. Off you go. Saturday. Dear diary, I'm back. Looking for love, Liv has returned, and it's single Saturday. That means it's time to get out with the girls. I haven't mentioned anything to them as of yet, apart from to my friend Danielle, who came to see me this week. She was not impressed at all, and even more annoyed when I messaged man randomly liked a bunch of images I put on my work Instagram that all just happened to be of me. Mm. I don't get him at all, but I can't be bothered to think about whatever game he's playing, because it's time to party. <laughs> I have worked during the day today, but planning to meet all the girls this evening to enjoy a bit of fun and a lot of dancing. And maybe find some cheeky boys too. Sunday. Dear Diary, mate. We might as well change this all up and call it Diary of a Heartbreak because last night was not okay. It was all going so well. Sitting in the sun, sipping on a couple of bottles of wine and having the best night with my girls until the dreaded question of how is I a message man came up. I don't know what came over me, but my eyes started tearing up, and that was it. I briefly told them what happened, and I couldn't really bother to talk about it. And of course, my besties were the best, and the conversation swiftly moved on. But then, one of our other friends turned up and asked about him, and the waterwork started, and it was all over for Liv. I'm cringing at thinking about it now, and I think I was even laughing at myself at the time, because I just couldn't stop. It was like someone was pouring water down my face. It was a joke. I didn't even think I was really that sad about it. But a mix of a lot of alcohol and a lot of shocked faces from the girls was too much for me. To be honest, I don't even think I was sad about him anymore. More just sad that another situation didn't work out. But the girls saved me yet again and we stayed out and met Danielle and her boyfriend with all his mates and actually had such a good night. The boys were so lovely and we couldn't have the bank holiday ending blues. So just wish me luck for next week on the old boyfriend, eh, Tom? Oh, that makes... It's, a, it's another sad one, isn't it? I know. I'm really, like, clinging on and trying to get myself out of this depression. <laughs> it keeps popping up. It keeps popping up. <laughs> right, we'll leave you to it, because I know you're busy today, Liv. Yes, I am. And we'll get you back on next week, hopefully... With a new boy to pursue, yes? Yes, wish me luck. Uh, have a good day, babe. See you later. Oh, welcome back to the pre-recorded podcast section, podcast fans. And it's time to part two of our interview with Niall Horan. And can we talk about the album? Like, where are we at with that? Yeah, we're, we're getting there. Um, you know, I'm just trying to kind of pick 
what I think the album will be and then record them songs. So I've got maybe got three, four songs left to record vocals on and and um, guitar stuff as well. Um, so we're we're getting there. Um, it probably won't be out for a while, but um, you know I'm sure with this song out now and you know possibly one more. You know it's kind of all up in the air at the minute. Now, you wrote a lot of it as well. Is there like a procedure you have? Do you go and sit in a studio? Do you go and sit by the pool? Like, how does Nile do it? It kind of, you know, I'm sure you've heard this 20 million times off different um, songwriters and stuff, but we, we every song is completely different. Like, um, Slow Hands was written at a piano with the guy who wrote, um, Tobias, who wrote When We Were Young with Adele, uh, yeah. randomly. And then... Uh, I have another song my favourite song on the album I wrote while I was watching a football match on the telly with the guitar in my hand Is it about the football match? Yeah, no, it's definitely not <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, just kind of it happens it happens so so randomly and things pop into your head and scenarios and stuff like that and you just start singing and yeah, it's kind of all random Because Niall, do you know what I want to see on the album? Yep I want to see some mental collaborations Collaborate. What, what I, I want to see is you and Kanye West Imagine that, Jesus! Oh God, yeah, I don't. I, for some reason, I don't think he'd agree. To I that. think he uh, would. What do you reckon? Yeah, why not? Right. You could do a little rap on it. Right. Well, you can ask him, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. No, please don't leave that with me. <laughs> well, yeah, it would be it would be cool to do some to do some collaborations. You know, you know, um, I've got a couple of songs that are you know potentially could be, but you know, it's as I said, everything with the album at the minute is kind of up in the air for me. Have you played it to anyone? Have you got any of the, like the tunes on your phone to play to people? Yeah, I kind of uh, I've got um, uh, like a, a quite a good relationship with um, Don Henley from the Eagles, who's my favourite of all time, and and he gives me a bit of advice when I write something. I'll send it to him and and stuff like that. So I, um, yeah, he's been he's been a good help and. Um, again, not a bad complaint to have. Yeah, not a bad, not a bad ear no, to have on that, is it really? Definitely not. What about the? Have you played it to the boys? Because that must be a bit of a moment when they hear it going. Okay, this is this is where I'm going. Well, this is what this is what I plan on doing now. That I, I'm, we're all kind of perfectionists, so we don't give anything away, like give like like show anything to each other until it's completely finished. We don't want to like give it, like a lot of it's like early crap demos and stuff like that. So um, it'd be it'd be. When I get to see the boys the next time, I'll, I'll I'll play bits and pieces and stuff like that because they're everyone's always asking each other, go on, send me something. I want to hear something. So um, yeah, that's the next step is to play it to the lads. Hopefully, they like. What I wanted was a one D WhatsApp group that it just gets sent to, and you're like, have a listen to this. What do you think? <laughs> is that not a thing? No, there's there's an email chain going around there. Oh, um, is there? Yeah, uh, we're we're not WhatsAppers. Now. What I want to know is, obviously, Ed Sheeran's new album. He went, he did take a bit of an Irish vibe, didn't he? Yeah. Is there any of that on your stuff? Um, yeah. Well, I, I, you know, it does help that I am Irish. Um, but there, there is, there's that. There was actually, I was literally recorded this song a few weeks ago, and I was like, and it's kind of got like a, like a Damien Rice kind of vibe to it. And um, I sung it in the studio, and then I came in to back into the to the control room, and my producer Jakir goes. Like you won't wait till you hear this back. You won't believe how Irish you sound. He played it back to me, and you'd you'd honestly think I was in like the Dubliners or something yeah. like that. I just I, sound, I sounded so Irish, but um, again, I am Irish. Exactly. So, so why hide it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've so, heard yeah. I've heard Niall also that you're a major Glastonbury fan and that you've been every year or something. 
I've been the last two years, but we've, um, you know, last year I had the year off, so I've had loads of time. The year before I went for a day, because I, I then I had to fly to Switzerland for a gig or something like that. Um, but yeah, I've always been, festival season's always a tough one, because the, the, we always tour in the summer, we always toured the States in the summer or Europe. Um, so I never really got to go to many festivals, but I, I love the idea of it. I love going to watch live gigs. Um, you know, getting the lads together and go and watch some of the best bands in the world, it's great. Surely you're not doing Glastonbury in a tent? In a tent? No, it's them, them you know, the, what do they call it? Glamping or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, they do it like that, but it's it's good, it's good laugh. It's great. I, I love I love festivals, it's great. Now, I know, now, now, I know you've got to go because you're super busy today, but there's one thing I've always wanted to ask you, just one question. Which yeah, is, on, from like from like where it started on The X Factor to where it is now, like it's been an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. When you're like 50 and you're sitting on your armchair, is there one moment that you're going to think back and go, that was the craziest time? Um, it's been so many. Like, it's it's really hard to put a finger on. I guess the one that always stands out for me is the VMAs in, in LA, or I think it was in LA that year, yeah. And we, and we won three awards. It was our first year in America. And we won three VMAs one night, and Katy Perry presented us the first one. And it was just, it was all just a bit crazy. We were sitting like, sitting beside Rihanna and stuff like that. We were 17, 18 years old. We didn't know what was going on. And we were winning these awards and we were performing in front of all these people. It was mad. And I guess, for me, playing at Croke Park in Dublin was just unbelievable. It's the biggest stadium you can do in a stadium tour, 85,000 people. Wow. And playing three nights, you know, what's that, 250, something like that. And uh, that's like, you know, you know, there's only four million people in Ireland. We played to a quarter of a million people, so. You know, it's, that was their moments that I won't be forgetting too soon. And yeah, not a lot of people get to play the stadium tour in general. You know, a lot of, not a lot of artists can say that they, they played the stadium, so we're very, we're very um, proud of that kind of thing, yeah. Thank Nat Niall. Yep. Thank you so much for coming on the show. No worries at all. Best Thanks of luck with the new tune and best of luck Thank with the album. Thank Thank you. Horan, everybody! Oh, that is it. Another podcast recorded. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. <laughs> producer Megan appreciates oh, it. Hi. And producer Jake appreciates it. Yes. What did you say? This is Jamie's. Sorry, I've been on the wine all morning. Right, I'll be back with you same time next time as always. Seven o'clock on the Hits Radio if you want to listen to the show live. And if you want to enter that competition, remember, if you, if you want to enter the competition to win all those amazing prizes from Sleepwell, Sleepless, whatever the film is, <laughs> let me know. It's out. This is Tom Green right now. You can have the wallet, you can have the suitcase. You can also go backstage at the film. That's not the prize. Whatever you want, at this is Tom Green right now. Sleepless. Is it Sleepless in Seattle? That is a film, but that's not this film. Is it not this film? Different one. Different Sleepless phrase. How How many Sleepless films can you name with the word Sleepless in? Um, one. Two. Two with Sleepless in Seattle. See, you didn't really think about that. How about you change it to sleepless in beauty? Sleep well. That was Tom Green's Poddy McPodcast. Catch Tom weekdays from 7am on The Hits.